Hey everyone, Jason here from your favorite Fakakta Comedy Funhouse programs. If you're enjoying this show, I have a feeling you're also going to enjoy the podcast Couch Pilots. Myself and the podcasting god, Blake Clayton, take a break from the grind and sit down on our favorite Davenport every week to watch and discuss some of the most odd and misunderstood television pilots of the past. There is such a treasure trove of bizarre viewing out there, and we're just the jerks to dig them up and make a show about it. Watch along with us and join in the conversation. Find us at fcfnetwork.com or rate the show and subscribe in iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Hey guys, I'm Andrew Hunt, and uh, these guys were gracious enough to have me on their show and MHOG Podcast. Uh, check them out, they're really awesome. It's been a real privilege. Thank you. Yeah, well, you see, last time I did, <laughs> I got a, that wasn't good enough. Well, fuck y'all. Now, that was good enough. Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and I have no one sitting next to me. So, across the world in Georgia oh, okay. is... I, I'm the rum guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and across even further in the world... I'm President Booklightman. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're not. No, you're not. Tell them who you really There you go. That's who that is. Welcome back to the show, Mart. It's been way too long since you've been on. I don't even remember the last time you were on. That's how long ago it was. I do. I'm only here because you make me. I I, I didn't make you. Yeah, you You called me like You threatened my family. I did. Okay. Well, I did threaten your family. I'm sorry. But (laughs) it was only with a good time. (laughs) (laughs) That's scary enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was worried that you know the American would come over and steal his woman, and I understand that, and it's okay. Yeah, oh, don't even go there, you horrible man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talk about an English invasion. 
Wayne says he's going to come over and steal my woman. No, no, no. He's no, doing no, a crash no, project with a rocket and she says she's going to shove it right up your arse. No, no, hey, no, I like that kind of shit, so it's okay. Woman. What? So not Vicky, Mark's other woman. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mark's other woman. That's right, yeah, not Vicky. What are you talking about? I'm fucking glad I haven't got this on speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, um, actually, Adam couldn't be with us today because he's actually getting his computer fixed. And the only time the guy could get it in to fix his computer was, of course, the time we recorded. So that's why he's not here. Um, I'm sure he's being aggravated right now, but whatever. It's cool. Yeah. I hope he gets it fixed fast. That way he has a lightning fast computer and can do other shit with it. So, so he's just tell me what's porn, going on. He, really? What, bro? What, what, Mark? He's just after faster porn, isn't he? Yeah, that's it. Oh, aren't we all? I mean, that's why Rum complains so much to his his cable company so he can get fucking faster porn downloads. Living the dream. What, it's fast now. <laughs> he can... He can jerk off in 30 seconds now instead of fucking four hours because it takes less time for that shit to come on. Oh, I got a carpal tunnel now. <laughs> You've been doing it too much. <laughs> he can't make it. He can't. See, that's the problem. When you have fast internet, You can't. It, the problem is you have too many choices now. It comes up so quick, you're just like, I don't like this one. Let's go to the next one. Before, when you had dial-up, you, you'd be lucky if you got the face before you yeah. were finished. It's, it's a <laughs> fuzzy picture all over again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, or like uh, when cable would like flip out and you would have the scramble channels and you might get a nipple once in a while and you'd be like, yes! Yeah, nipple. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Anyway, gentlemen. Back to the days. Tell me, what Next. is new in the world? Um, no. Not really anything, man. Um, Let's see. I don't have the child today, but you guys knew that already, but the world didn't. Uh. He is spending the night with his grandmother and grandfather. So that's cool. Gives me and Caitlin the night off. So so I can beat her and there'll be no witnesses. Ah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I just said, so I can beat her so there'll be no witnesses on the radio. Really? You fucking moron. (laughs) That says to all the, like, 900 people who download us a month. (laughs) <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, there's a lot going on. There's uh, actually no. There's this has been a really shitty, shitty week for any type it of. Ha- it has been. Oh wait, I have some news. I just thought of this. Oh. Um, the gentleman who played Wilbur on um, uh, was it uh, Mr. Ed? Passed away yesterday. He was a horse. No, Mr. Ed was the horse. Wilbur oh, was Mr. the fucking Ed, dude. I, well, I don't know. I never watched that show. But the guy who played Wilbur, the guy who owned the horse, actually died yesterday. He was 93 years old, I think. It was, wow. Yeah. I didn't even think he was still around, to be honest. I feel bad. But, I mean, the dude wasn't in any, you know, he wasn't in the public eye. No, so I mean, we really he, couldn't. He made his money in the 50s or whenever that show was on. In the 50s. The 60s, I think, Mr. Ed came out. I'm not sure. Was I'm it. not even old enough to know that show. I've seen pictures. Oh, days. oh, get the, both of y'all can go fuck each other. Actually, I ne- I've never seen that show. I don't. I don't know. I just knew it was a talking horse. I the reason the reason I knew so much about this, the show is because uh, you worked on set. <sighs> um, no, actually, I know so much about the show because it came on. Uh, what was Ooh. it? Nickelodeon when I was a kid, and I could watch yeah. it on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Did they show black and white stuff on Nickelodeon? 
Why was uh, just... Yeah, yeah, they did. They showed that. They showed um, my, my favorite, favorite my favorite Martian. Yeah, that, there was they were actually back to back those two shows. Now I've seen that my favorite Martian. We used to watch that on Sundays over here. That uh, landed the giants and lost in space. Ooh, land of the giants. That was fun. I used to enjoy that. Yeah. Is a very very small child. I'll have, I'll add that. <laughs> land of the giants. I don't remember that. Oh, you're just a really tall child. I do. How re- can you not remember Land of the Giants? I it don't. Was amazing. I, I do remember Land of the Lost, but I don't remember Land of the Giants. It was a lot like Land of the Lost, but they knew where they were and they were in a big land of giants. So, collation there. Gotcha, gotcha. Was it actual giants or was it the dinosaurs? No. Actual giants. Damn, I don't know that show. How the fuck do I not know that show? That sounds like something good. Yeah. It, it is good. It was, it was something. It was like 1968. It started. It ran. Yeah, it ran to 1970. I think. I think. I think yeah, run when you were like 25 or so. Source. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't remember when it came out. I just remember it used to be again on that. It was like the only thing that would come in on UHF channels. Yeah. Was, it was like Masterpiece Theater, Planet of the Apes, Kung Fu Theater, and then like something like Land of the Giants and right. Shit. Yeah, I, I do remember all those shows coming on that. Uh, U- do you remember the UHF channels, Mark? UHF? Is it an ultra-high frequency? Yes. yes. No. The, they used to be, because they used to have, what was it, UHF and what was the other one? Oh, fuck, I don't even like remember. Like VH something or V something or... UHF we used to have four VH. channels and that was it. We had VHF. four channels. Yeah, well... That's, that's all England had. Well, they were they were on the dial. Yeah, when you when you had when you had your first this is such interesting podcast when you have uh, the the two dot the two dials on your thing. Um, the top dial was your normal like four, six, and eight numbers or whatever. Like for you guys, I don't know what kind of Chinese you guys had on yours. Yeah, um, they had Chinese, Wayne. Shut up! I'm we had Chinese. BBC One, BBC Two, and I- ITV, and Channel Four. See, there you go. You guys actually had letters on yours. We just had one numbers. The British Broadcasting Corporation. Um, the, it's official. Yeah, the Nazis. Um, uh, anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, and we had a second Nasty. dial at the bottom that had higher numbers that were like I th- when did it, like 13 through whatever, 36, I think it was, or 38. Yeah, you had a really expensive TV. For some reason, they went up to like 120. Right. And, and we didn't get those channels. There was no such thing on the it, 120. It was kind of like the ham radio of TV. Right. You had so, to keep finding a frequency. <laughs> you had to dial it in to get the right channel. And then you would get like, like he said, you know, like old. It was like you were dialing back into the 60s. <laughs> yeah. it, it, what was funny was when uh, technology then was crossing over, when digital was coming through and people still had all those old TVs, like my grandparents. That's when I used to watch the UHF. My grandparents had a TV with it on. Yeah. Uh, at a specific time, you could pick up weird frequencies of uh, low bandwidth things like uh, security cameras and right. monitors and because everything was shared there was very little in the way of frequencies yeah there was not much out then so you really couldn't have anything on the frequency i mean you could even get over like police bands and stuff so was pretty, I, I remember sitting in my in my grandparents place and there was a uh, a wendy's down the street and if you pointed the antenna uh the on the top of the tv the direct, right direction and mess around with that bottom thing <laughs> you could actually pick up the security camera Staring at the front door at Wendy's. That's beautiful. I watched that for hours. <laughs> and that's why. And that's why you can sit there and watch fucking different countries' versions of reality TV. 
it's not reality TV. It's just talent shows. It's reality okay. television. So, so reality TV is Survivor. No. Shit like no. that. So that's what they call it. That's that reality. that is oh, consider that is considered reality television. No, I just call it it's entertainment. Fixed. It is fixed. What X Factor? Yeah. No, it's not. Oh. Yeah, it is. Of course, no, it is. It All of it's fixed. That's why. They, that's why they always just happen to have the ones that are going to go through. They just well, happen they to have the video show, on them. They can't show all 150 of them that audition that day. Yeah, but they've always got that little vidlog of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and well, they, my, go around, my, they go around. Here's the sub story. Yeah, that's it. My favorite is everyone. How can they find? They don't do the every, sob story first. They do the sob story after. Well, wait, but my, this is my thing: is how come every one of these motherfuckers has a poor me fucking story? Can't we get the dude in there that's like, yeah, I just ate some bubble gum and drank some soda. This is awesome. No, we get the motherfucker that's like, I work as a trash man, live in a box. I fucked my sister and I fell off the, you know, I broke both legs. I can't really walk. I've been shot six times in Vietnam and I'm poor. Speaking of that, like I said, skeletal <laughs> damage should really sh- try to get on the show. Yeah, you, you guys kind of fit that profile. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, it, I think it'd be good. I, I mean, mean minus the sister fucking. It would be a, You're it'd fucking be a, assholes. You realize that? I said, you? I said, minus the sister fucking. Come on! I wasn't saying that. I'm I, don't, saying I don't have a sister. If I did, I probably would. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you, no, you'd have to send her us. Platform because you don't have a lot of rock bands and stuff on on shows like that. Yeah, but it's because it's not real music. It's just bullshit music. <sighs> if it was real music, then they'd have rock metal. Indie, everything. But well, they, they do have indie. They've got the they same, same bullshit. They fucking don't. They don't have indie. It's they the same indie. bullshit. It's like, well, oh, here's a Coldplay cover band. Fuck off. Oh, here's somebody <laughs> doing rhythm and bullshit. Brilliant. Well done. It's far. It's, oh, it well, makes me got, sick. Right? They, These they talent shows s- are what's wrong with the music industry because people now think that you can jump on and get famous in five minutes through doing other people's fucking songs because let's not forget that they are essentially cover artists. Right. And you can never nail them down to doing one particular genre, which they're comfortable with or they excel in. They've got to do 50 different fucking types of music, different genres, all of which sound exactly the same. Oh, let's pick this band this week. Let's all do Queen covers. No, don't rape Queen anymore. No, right. don't no, play those yeah, songs. Some of, some of the qual- most quality songs of the world some of the most renowned songs have been absolutely raped into the ground oh, it's just fucking horrible horrible shit it's like oj simpson got his gloves back on again and murdered these fucking songs I, really 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 tell us what you think bro. i'm feeling i'm feeling some bitterness here is it because I'm a musician what do you expect you know i mean it, we spend time and effort crafting our own you songs do. you definitely do i mean that's what most bands do they i mean if, if you've been in a band or you know that's what you got to do you know if you want to actually progress in what, what what your art is you know you can't just be playing everybody else's songs i mean at on occasion you sometimes depending on the situation you throw out a cover you know that's a weird yeah, situation yeah. at a bar okay we're gonna cover black sabbath or something or you know whatever i mean but, don't get me wrong a lot of bands do like you say, throw in the odd cover just to sort of pay, uh, pander to the audience a little bit. It's like if sure. we're, we're on a bill where there's a lot more rock and roll or hard rock orientated bands and we're quite hard metal, 
right. then we'll chuck it. We'll chuck in quite a hard clutch cover, or you know something like that, a little bit of Pantera or something similar. But I think it's just it annoys the shit out of me when these people get famous and they get thousands and thousands of pounds or dollars or whatever monkey fucking money you guys use over there. <laughs> 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 to, to, to do these, these, these things and it's the same with the live act now you go to a bar well you talk to any musician the cover bands get paid really well I mean over here we'll give you an equivalent I can't talk in dollars because I don't understand those crazy well, conversions you can do pounds whatever cover, band, cover bands will get between three and six hundred pounds for a night's playing whereas a good headlining band that will get a lot of people through the door if you get a hundred pounds, which is what, hundred and seventy dollars yeah. to cover four four to five people's expenses, petrol, food, whatever. So you usually end up operating at a loss. You're lucky to get that. Most of the time you barely even get fuel. Yeah. So the cover bands, standing on the shoulders of giants, using other people's music, other people's mannerisms and their own the look as well, because let's face it, they all tend to dress like the people they're covering. It, they they get big money where people who actually work fucking hard for a living get f- nothing. And this is why I get so an, an angry about it. I start stuttering because my brain's firing up about the million and one fucking things that I hate about this kind of X-Factor Britain's <laughs> Got Talent bullshit. It, oh. uh, do you have the voice over there? Yes. I've, I've watched all the voice UK too. Uh, <laughs> they've got that fucking imbecile Will I Am on it, haven't they? He's one of your guys, isn't he? No, he's not the podcast. Obviously, is well, that not near your near America? He seems to have a pretty American accent. Oh, he just hangs out here a lot. He's from Haiti. Yeah, he, he just he, he he just waits until he can see dollar signs pop up in his own eyes. Yeah, he's that's he's, all, he's, that's he's all the, he's there for. It's got nothing to do with music. He's the Tan Simon. That's he's, another fucking arsehole. Oh, yeah, that's Sa- your, Simon Cowell. I wish his parents had put him down at birth. I wish they'd <laughs> stamped on his head. And cut his fucking head off with a shovel and buried it, and then fed the rest of the dogs. That's how much I fucking hate Simon Cowell. So what Odious. you're saying, what you're saying is they didn't even look at your submission tape. Uh, why would I even have anything to do with that <laughs> shit? Why? No. Uh, he, he, him and everything he represents is what is wrong with the music industry. Well, it's it it's really he's, he's the corporate. He's the corporate ass when it comes to. I'm I, I'm not a fan of his by any means. Um, Don't get me wrong; he's a good businessman. Oh, he's excellent a very, businessman! Very good businessman. But when we're talking music, oh yeah, <laughs> he. I mean, how do people? Here's the thing: I don't understand. How do people become experts in the music industry when they don't play music? Because they are literally businessmen. It's got nothing to do with music or the music industry. He but says, "Oh, I've got an amazing." If they did, wouldn't they? Wouldn't you think they'd be even more on top of the game? Well, that's supposedly why they move towards the voice style of judging because they've got these industry heavyweights making decisions. Well, yeah, but then they're not really industry heavyweights, are they? A lot of them have has-beens. Well, oh, uh, Brit. I don't know what they like over in the states. It's the same thing. Adam Levine, Blake Shelton. Um, uh, who the fuck? Gwen Stefan? No, Gwen's not on it this year. I don't know. We, you, maybe Christine Aguilera's on it again, and somebody else. There's usually four over here. Yeah, so, some countries only Pretty have sure. three. Three out of the four of those are crackheads. 
<laughs> Pretty sure Aguilera's a crackhead, isn't she? I saw uh, I'm sure she was at one time. Um, now she just likes to sleep with everybody, I think. A crackerhead. Sucking on a glass stick. Anyway. God, you so, English people are <laughs> fucked up, man. Wayne, Wayne, or, or Mart, Mart's bitter. Mart is bitter. Um... Well, okay. You chose a subject that is very, very. Well, you know, you know. Twisted little what do you heart. think would be a better format? No, hold on. I have to do. I really do agree with Mart because nowadays these kids out there think that they go on this show and they can be fucking famous and they don't have to do anything but go on these fucking shows. And that's the problem with our this this generation now is like like I said it's that download in in generation where it's like they want everything now, they want everything theirs, but they don't want to fucking work for it, man. Nobody wants to work for a goddamn thing. What happened to playing the tiny clubs and pubs, working your way up to the bigger venues, then getting promoters to spot you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You get none of that. You get thrown into the that, biggest that venues away, in I the think. world. Back in the days of, uh, you know, I remember our last show I mentioned seeing the uh, movie. Uh, uh, Twisted Sister, yeah. No, 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 uh, CBGB. Great fucking movie. Great but fucking shit. That was one of those those holes that that's that was one of the last places yeah. where promoters actually went to to sit there in this hole-in-the-wall bar. To, and, to listen and, to bands. And to discover talent that way. You know, and, and, and dude, I do a lot a lot of fucking promotion and you know I do Rum I've talked to you all the time I got I got about 35 shows coming up in the next couple weeks yeah you know and I bust my ass for these bands and you know what I get out of it nothing I get no I don't get money from these people I don't do you, nothing you don't, you don't ask so I mean I, you're just there to try to I'm just trying to help I'm help, trying to help the club and I'm trying to help these bands get the fuck out there you know, I think they should at least send you a free T-shirt, dude. That, well, I mean, that'd be nice. Well, I mean, some of the I bands. Like band yeah, I mean, some of the bands that like when I talk to them, when I go to the shows and I talk to them and stuff, they'll give me you know free merch here and there or whatnot. Well, that's awesome. You know, that's fantastic. I don't expect it, but I mean, hell, if they offer it for me, dude, I'm not going to say no because I, I rep their shit. You know, I'm fine with that. That's perfect. Well, I'm trying to get. Uh, I just got off the phone with Alturo from Cave of Swimmers. Oh yeah, yeah, he's been trying to get in touch with you, man. I I I don't check i don't have facebook messenger ah uh, okay okay yeah uh so he got found me on hangouts well uh, i really didn't want to i didn't want him to you know to send him your phone number because without talking to you and being that all that stuff was going on with you i didn't have time to really get in touch with you about it so but anyway i'm, I'm i was talking to him and got with him about some clubs and some places he could play here and i'm going to talk to some other people uh, but they're looking for a show for august 4th uh, which is fine. I mean, uh, he's gonna have to do a lot of legwork on his own, you know, and calling and stuff like that. But, which, I, I, this is another thing. I have a problem. It's not a problem. It's just a thing. Um, and I, I think it's great. I mean, they're on tour. They're doing their thing. We've got an opening August fourth. I'd like to get a show here. Well, yeah, that'd be great. But I would have been nice to know February that you're gonna be in the area of August fourth. You know, give me some time. <laughs> yeah, I, that's another thing about bands is like if you guys are gonna plan a tour. Yeah. Plan it three or four months ahead, and in the contacts you have, knock your dates down. Get in touch with them first, and then say, "Look, we'd like to be in your city on this date." Okay, well that'll give us time to look for the a venue. Yeah. You know, or well, like I said, uh, hopefully, hopefully this works out and everything. I like I said, I got some calls to make, and uh, he's going to do some some legwork himself. 
So uh, we'll see. Yeah, good we'll guys, see. man. Really nice guys. Too bad that he couldn't. When when we had them booked down here, they they had to cancel because they were all fucking dying of the the flu or whatever the hell they had. Oh wow. Yeah, it was pretty awful. Wow, wow, yeah. So they had to actually cancel the last leg of their tour and turn back. Well, Mark, uh, yeah. back to uh, and I'm I'm not saying. Uh, I watch it because it's something mindless to watch. I watch all these shows. I actually find interesting things, especially I like watching the other country versions of these shows because they're, it's, it's weird to me. It's just it's kind of weird. It, it boggles my mind when I can watch like, uh, like uh, X Factor Korea. You know, you're watching that and you're like, you can't understand a freaking word is going around. They're, they're standing there doing the typical talking on stage, probably saying their sob story. I don't understand what they're saying. Then like a like a uh, inflatable kitten goes across the stage and there's balloons for no reason and everybody's wearing pink and I don't it's like craziness cuz it's it's an asian country and uh, then all of a sudden they sing like just crazy like oh that's so fucking cool like where'd that come from you know that was neat anyway but you if you got a if lot there, of time on your hands don't you Rob? I really do um, <laughs> in my downtime I really have a lot of downtime sometimes um, but I always said, I think it would be so cool if there was, and everybody says, no, it can't be done. It's like, why can't it? You just need a really big venue. If it, I'd like to see bands, like, like bands, like a, a full on battle of the bands, but it's TV. And I've, it's I've not, said the same thing. I've said it's the same not thing. Fa- you know, not a fake one. This is a band from here. They submitted this. There's a band from here. Band, and then it's never, the judges are there. But you know they put in their votes, and then the audience or whoever is, it's all whoever calls in, emails, tweets, whatever type of voting all the time. I think that would be cool. Yeah, I could see that working. I think that'd be great. They, that way, you're also going well. Shit, like you know, you'd be sitting at, at like you know wherever you're at, say in Louisiana, and be like, well, fuck, I know that band. They're from here. I've seen them play. Oh, cool, they're on the this trouble show. Is, the trouble is with that sort of format. Yeah. is the majority of people now are only interested in the next big thing. They don't want to follow a band that will have a career. They want the next one-it wonder. They want to hear a song that's going to be popular on the radio that will be played 15 times a day. They're not interested in actual bands anymore. It doesn't make any sense because the one-hit wonder was what you didn't want to be back in the day. Now it's okay? When did that coin get flipped? I think it's when... I'm not 100 percent sure, but it seems to be when the the download generation came into effect, where people right. could access whatever they wanted. So yeah, they'll only listen to the singles of a band. I've been guilty of it myself. It's only recently when I've, I've started digging right back into the back catalogue of bands that I've been really interested in because they not, deserve it. You're not uh, forced to buy the album anymore. You can just buy the song. I mean, or shit, the amount of bands to I buy used, it anymore. I used to buy bands albums on the strength yeah. of the cover artwork before i'd even heard the band yeah do you know what i mean there's so many great bands that i discovered just based on amazing cover artwork yeah you like know that, angel well i discovered but, man of war that way did you did I'm, you see I, the thing i posted I, I did dude that was fucking cool i, I actually that fucking amazing i reposted it actually it was really fucking awesome Mard, did you see that the no, man of war no. thing this kid covered man of war and uh dude he he fucking nailed it he was like, was he Russian? I, dude, I, I, don't, I don't know fucking dialects, man. I only can't even speak my own. You expect I me know. to figure out what the but fuck anyway, that he's is? He's like Russian. He has a really thick, uh, no, no English at all until he sings. 
And then he and then he took a song and he slowed it down and had somebody play it on a piano and it was just piano and him singing the fucking dude was fucking bad, dude. I'll have to awesome. send me a link on Facebook so I can see this shit. Yeah, go check it out, man. Like uh, it's uh, I reposted it, Rum posted it. It's it's really cool. Uh, the oh, name, that reminds me actually. Before the, I forget, yeah. Some of your your boys from uh, over in your neck of the woods, Goat Whore, they're playing over here. Oh in, yeah. In August. Oh yeah, man! I actually know those guys very well. I've pl- I've actually played with them for a few times. Um, we played the Bloodstock Open Air Festival, which uh, is, in my estimation, one of the best me- metal festivals I- in the world. Well, where are they <laughs> having that? Uh, it's a uh, Catton Park, I think. Okay, that's in, in England. Uh, Walton on Trent in Derbyshire in the UK. Is it? Uh, is it a big, uh, big venue? I mean, a big area. It's an open air festival. Uh, well, I mean, is it, headline is, it, is, it, is it kind of like a fairgrounds? Is it a, you know, it's is it Woodstock? Big, is it someone's farm? It's, it's just fucking taking the piss out of Woodstock. Obviously, you know this. But yeah, it's, I think Twisted Sister are playing this year, uh, nice. just under Slayer. And it's their last ever gig. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, their very, very last ever gig. But we've got Slayer, Mastodon, Anthrax, Gajira, even Venom are playing. Wow, and dude, that's fucking cool. Man. I would love to see. But that. yeah, a Goat Whore playing, and I fucking I love Goat Whore. They're a damn good band. They're very very nice guys, man. Um, if I guess if you I'm going, if my band wins, it's heat at the Metal to the Masses festival. Yeah, uh, Metal to the Masses events. Well, if where, we win are, this year, what uh, where, where are you at right now in there? I mean, how many bands are with you right now in in competition? Uh, we're playing the semi final uh, June the fourth. June the fourth, we've got the semi. In the final, it just happens to be, and Vicky's kicking my ass for this. I didn't realise that the final is when we're on holiday at the virtual opposite end of the country, and it's the first holiday we've had as a family since 2003. And wow. if we get to the, if we get to the final this year, and it, don't get me wrong, it's a big fucking deal because it's an amazing festival and it's a fucking good opportunity for the band. I've got like a, a 288 mile drive and a very angry other half, and then I'd play a half an hour set, and then another 288 miles drive back. Well, let, me, let, me, let me put it this way. That's not very back far. Back in the middle of my holiday. It's not very far. It's not that far, dude. Yeah, for you Americans, it's not that far. For me, <laughs> it, it's like from here to fucking Africa. <laughs> you know, it's like 288 miles, dude. You know, I drive that in a week, I think, going back and forth <laughs> my job over, over memorial day i'm driving that in five hours right yeah you fucking not pussy on british roads british roads that's gonna take me a full fucking day there and back oh you're such a pussy <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we fucking beat you and left what's wrong with british roads everyone i see in a commercial or movie they're wonderful it's their teeth oh. you gotta watch out for and they bite it's just traffic it's just <laughs> Redlock. They're if you beetle. use what what we would call motorways, but you guys call them freeways, I suppose. Uh, it is just gridlock. And see, he he said he questions me about fucking circus. You know what you need, Mark? You need a motorcycle. What do I need from motorcycle? If I could afford another motorcycle, I would be. Ah, oh, don't even start. He doesn't need yeah, a motorcycle, I'm so dude. Desp- I'm so desperate to own another motorcycle. When we moved house, I had to sell my bike. Oh, it's. Obviously, since then, we've had another Bambino. And yes. Times are hard, and the music industry isn't paying me as well, and the day job is just the fucking, just paying the bills. You know what? So, you, just, you, need to, you need to find one that 
you can just build up, build up yourself. Get get a couple of your mates and just sit around, drink beer, and build a bike. Yeah, but where do I put it? I don't own a garage or anything. Well, I've literally got a small yard at the back of my house that is filled with kids. Wow, build a build a hut. Get half a of my half of my backyard is a trampoline. Well, that's an insurance nightmare. You need to get rid of that. Yes, you know, half your backyard, huh? I don't want to know it's what you got... do with your backyard. Uh, <laughs> you you Everything, horrible. Everything's horrible. bouncing on your backyard, isn't it? Yeah, you got a trampoline on your backyard, huh? Everything's hitting it. Yeah. You wait, Barris. You fucking wait <laughs> until your child's old enough to need this shit, and they will need it. Oh, I know. Because you will want to get them out of the house. No, you don't need a trampoline. You know what you need to do? You you just send them like to military school. Give them an Xbox. Get them an Xbox or you know something. I'm sick to sick to death of seeing Skylanders on the PlayStation. Well, that's Skylanders that, that's and your, Lego Marvel. That that's that is, all she plays. That's your problem, man. That's <laughs> you know us. You know us Americans, man. They they Not they're gonna now. they're gonna be grabbing the Wait. Bible and and shooting people. We don't we don't fucking need Skylanders, America. <sighs> you wait, you wait, Barris. Oh, um, you mock I, me now. In, I'm excited. Four or five years time, and I will be sitting here going. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be like, yeah, motherfucker. Remember that podcast we recorded about what two years ago? You know, remember that? Yeah, you fucking asshole. You like that now, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, don't worry, man. It's okay. It's okay. My by kid. the time Wayne has to deal with that, you'll be worrying about something else, like dating in college. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, hopefully, I've got many, many well, wait, years. Wait, how, how my oldest girl. How old is, is Bella? Be Bella's. That? How old is Bella? She's nearly six. Oh yeah, nearly dude. Six. Five years? Oh yeah. She's gonna try to be. Yeah. She's gonna have a boyfriend by then. Yeah, she's gonna have a five years, dude. Yeah. No. She'll be eleven. No, no, she'll be eleven, dude. Yeah, she's gonna. Yeah, be the hormones are gonna be flying, bro. I mean, you know, no, girls. girls Americans do it eleven years too. old, but my princess. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Will be pure. How old was your wife when you met her? Sixteen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she was nearly seventeen, though. Oh, nearly. She's nearly seventeen. Yeah, she, nearly seventeen. You know that winger song, right? She's nearly 17. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The cradle no. Yeah, man. So I'm just going to have to get make the messages make me a brew. Vex, make a cup of tea, love. Come on. You Wait, cheeky. Did, did she just call you a cheeky twat? She did call me a twat. She that did. was awesome. She's in that right, though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. She has, because you are a twat. <laughs> I am. I'm an absolute cunt. <laughs> you know. You know. It'd be good though, and you should start dropping hints that you want a new bike for Christmas. She doesn't wait, man. She's a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Well, tell her to get like a an Etsy account or something. And start making shit, selling it. This has actually been discussed because I'm an artist, and she's there a you go. very, very good saleswoman. Well, there you go. He's an artist, but I've yet to see um, <clears throat> anything. He, I well, can send you many, many pictures, Mister Barris. You, you I, can, I've you seen can, some and, of his and, I, and I've asked for uh, specific things, but I don't ever see those. Actually, everybody has seen Martin's artwork. It's the picture of the man and the woman you usually see on the restrooms. Yeah, see? yeah, exactly, famous. exactly. Famous. He is famous. He's, he is famous. He's almost Warhol-like. Well, what's cool is now that now that they're having all this this controversy, he gets to make a he/she one. Yes, it's nice. 
I guess it's like controversy. Why are you talking about this transgender bullshit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I know it's not that big over there, but over here it's like fucking ridiculous. Oh, it's it's getting big over here. Uh, everyone's triggered on everything. It's so it's wonder- like, isn't it wonderful? You, you're so goddamn cisgendered. Fuck off. Why can't we just be human? That's right. Be human. Man, woman. You know. You don't know, care who you want to fuck. You I know, don't care. Just be human. <laughs> you know what my thing was, man? Why did somebody make a big deal of this? We were probably pissing and shitting next to these people the whole time. And no one gave a fuck. We're all got to go to the bathroom, dude. That's we, what it is. we all got to go to the bathroom. We all got to shit. I don't care if it comes out of your dick or your vagina or your dick vagina. It doesn't matter. Your if vagina. You, your vagina. Whatever. If you got both, if you want one, you know, whatever. That's awesome. You know, fuck you. Go, do, go live your I, life. But I don't give a fuck if you're standing next to me taking a piss and you have titties. It doesn't matter. Just piss. I'm just, uh, I just don't. Uh... I'm not a fan of it. I just you, you use the junk in the right room. That's what you do. That's all I'm saying. What, what's the right room though? Everyone, everyone pisses and shits in a fucking hole in the ground. At the end of the day, you know, some are a little bit posher than others. Obviously, I understand, but some of us still respect the concept of uh, modesty and privacy. Well, yeah, I do. So yeah, but you don't it, have to do it next to each other, dude. Do you know what I mean? Go in a store. Well, that's and, fine. And, Oh, in Europe, they've all they've always had a lot of bathrooms that were multi like men, women, all using the same bathroom. That, right, because most of the Europeans are transgender anyway. But I'm just saying that, that <laughs> that's always always been a thing. But I mean, I'm not saying I I don't know what I'm trying to say is if I go in, <laughs> you hate like, like they caught. Let me give you an example: two guys, one cup. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two guys in college decide they're going to test this theory and they put on women's clothes go into a store and hang out inside the ladies room well the one woman comes in uh, to the ladies room who works at this store well she's leaving one job to another so she goes in there and not all stalls are gigantic handicap size right so she's in there and she's, she's just changing tops and stuff like that well, these guys are in the corner being creepy. Well, she realizes they're men. So as she's leaving, the one guy makes an offhanded comment. Worst thing he could have done. Like, nice ass or something like that as she walks out. She goes off on him. I mean, pummels the fucking shit out of this guy. And picks, I guess picks up a trash can, beats him with the trash can that's in the ladies' room. Goes out and talks to the manager. The cops come. She's being sued for assault. Well, I don't well, think that's that fucking where, stupid. The di- where the difference is between this dude stood in the ladies' section of a department store, mm-hmm. right? I've, okay. I don't know if you guys have been there with your other halves, but yes, I've yes. been stood there where Vicky's trying something on and there's other women coming in and out trying other stuff on. And where's the difference in a man saying nice ass to a woman there and then? And saying it in a bathroom. Because he just stood there and watched her change clothes. Well, why the fuck is she getting her clothes changed in a bathroom? It's in anyway? the ladies' room because they don't have so? dressing rooms. There's a, Dude, there's a right as a, to privacy. As a man, do you get changed in the bathrooms? Why would you get changed in a bathroom? That's what changing rooms are for. The, no, no, no. If, there's no changing rooms. If you're that bothered, in if that, you're that bothered, just do it in your car. Dude, use some sense. Come on. If Seriously. she's in there with, in, with the uh, right to privacy going into a ladies' room, which is quote unquote like. 
any like any other gender specific area like the ladies locker room. I don't want a fucking guy going in the ladies locker room when my wife is going to the gym so he can be cuz I feel like a woman today and I'm going to go and stand in late but he's actually not. Yeah, but that's So that's, he can get his jollies off. That's the difference between somebody who is a different sexuality or a different... Well, how are you supposed who, to make gen- that decision? They're not wearing fucking name tags and gender tags. No, but this, is, this is what I'm saying. Perverts are always going to be perverts. And there is a very, very big distinct... I mean, I'm, I'm not pro or anti anything, but perverts are always going to be perverts. Right. If someone wants to go and check out a woman, they will check out a woman. Well, People this is my right me. as the man of the woman that goes into there. If he's being a pervert in there, he ain't walking out alive. Yeah, That's but any man would be the same. Yeah, you know dude, I mean? I'd feel the same way. I mean, but well, you can't. Why talk- is she getting sued for beating this guy up after making those type of comments and standing in the ladies' dressing room? Because, because it's this fucking society we live in, dude. It's well, fucking this is, ridiculous. This is what I'm saying is, she shouldn't. Don't get me wrong. She shouldn't be being sued because that was a pervert. Yeah. yeah. Right. But when you're talking about transgender people, they're not in there to check other people out. They're just in there to take a piss in the bathroom that fits their body description. If it fits their body description, that is the key word, is it not? That's fine. If if they do fit that, I understand. This is, this that. is what I'm talking about: is, is is the distinction between a fucking dirty pervert who's there to check out your woman or any woman or whatever. Or I mean, look at it the other way around though. If you were in there in the male the male men's room, restrooms or whatever the fuck you call them, the mailman's room. Fuck, I don't deliver whatever. mail. But if you're in if you're in the men's restroom and you're in there getting changed and some woman dressed as a man suddenly whips out her female hair and you realise it's a woman, and she goes, hey, rum, nice ass. Would you pick up a bin and beat the fuck out of her? Or would you go, Well, there was a little bit, there was a little bit more to this than a, than a comment, you know, from what I understand. It was just one of those things. Anyway, it's not the point. Uh, you know what I mean, though, don't you? Do you know what I mean? It's also, I this, this is down to how gender's treated amongst well, people. Oh, I don't yeah, want yeah. a fucking There's bunch of strange... Gender stereotypes. Women. I don't want a bunch of fucking strange women in the men's room either. Don't get me wrong. I do. One-sided. Oh, I don't. <laughs> he said, I do. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't want that shit. I don't want to do that. I'm just saying, if, you have, if you've got podcast. if you've got a dick, <laughs> use the dick room. If you don't have a dick, use the other room. That's all. I don't care what you dress like. Right. If you dress like a woman, fine. You're still in it. But now if you've the got the dick, use transvestites the dick room. and transsexuals. If they've got a dick and they dress like a woman, then... That can make people uncomfortable. That's where that's we're what, having the. That's problem. what we're having a problem for. But that's when you're talking about transgender, when they had the whole junk removed, they're that's calling a bit of a themselves story. transgender. All of yeah, them. That's, that's, transgender. That, that's lying, though. Exactly, that's lying. exactly, exactly. And that's the problem that we're having is people are I doing that. I feel like I'm transgender, but I can't afford the surgery, so I'm transgender. That's the problem. Yeah, because you guys have to pay for it, don't you? Yes, sir. Yes. That's and, so- and it's and it's not like one of those like oh, okay little there? bitty dollars, man. It's it's, nope. it's very expensive. No one pays for anything over it. No, that's I don't want to. I wouldn't want a free nip and tuck. That's fucked up. <laughs> let me just let me just go into you, you, you're like okay, I'm going to have this uh, transgender surgery or reassignment surgery, whatever they call it, and you go into it and it's like your doctor's office, and it's like one of those cartoons where they have the fake front, and when you walk in and it's actually like a uh, uh, not a butcher shop but like a fucking slaughterhouse. And they fucking knock you out with a hammer, and they just rip it off. Oh, ah. that's 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 that's, the, that's what I picture at, at surgery. Surgery, like self storage units. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but I mean, Pierce oh, is, is the owner of junk. I I couldn't really ever even envisage 
smells the like horror all the time. of getting of getting that shit done. Yeah, can you imagine yeah. getting your dick chopped off? No, I can't. No. I don't want to. Don't you go there. It's like I can't even think about like I mean I've watched the surgery. It's pretty fucking. If awful. there is a, a tr- back to what we were saying though, t- true transgender, I, I whatever fuck I don't care. People calling themselves transgender that aren't fully transgender need to be punched in the face. Now I have a problem. Like I, say, that's I, I'm I think, and that's what I'm saying. That's the difference between perverts, people who call themselves transgender, just to get themselves in a position that they wouldn't ordinarily have been in. Right. Due to their gender, that's just perverts, man. Yeah, that's, that's literally just perverts. You know what I mean? And that's that's where people st- need to start making that distinction because, you know what I mean? If they want to like, get their, themselves gender reassigned, that's up to them. But if they're using other people who want to get themselves gender reassigned, just so they can get their rocks off, right? Do do the old fashioned way. Go and stand at somebody's window. Just go look at porn. There's enough well, porn I, I, I online. I think a lot of it at times, too, are, are people, you know, there are truly people out there that they feel a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. That's their thing. But you can feel a certain way, but please don't expect the world, everyone around you all the time to feel the way you do. Or to bend to your every need. Now just, that's the crux of it. That's that's a very different subject. That is that that's I agree with that. Yes. I don't think that people should be given priority. I think every, yeah. I, I want people to be treated equally. Yeah, me too. People should get priority just because they are the next big internet fucking sob story, or because, like I say, this is what I was saying about the, the Tumblr generation. You know what I mean? Everybody's triggered over everything. Oh, that you know. Oh god, I'm I'm broaching a difficult subject here, but f- the feminist, the radical feminists on Tumblr. Okay, well, go for it, Adam. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean we've talked about this before. I don't need to go over it and make myself look an even bigger misogynist than I already am. But don't get me wrong, you know I I, I want people to be equal. Yeah, but, right. Women women these days do a lot of the stuff that men do, if not all of it. Yeah. Oh my god, but, yeah, go go for it. That's awesome. You know, I, I you don't know care. And more power to those women. But when mm-hmm. they've got the, the women who are using their position as a woman to claim some sort of prejudice, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure that, that well, I know there's still prejudice due to, to both sexes. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, you know, it's, everywhere. it's human nature. You can't get away it from it. It is human nature. But, you know, no matter how small or Your penis is. Large, large it is, in, you know what I mean, <laughs> inside you, there is a chunk of feminist or misogynist within each of us. Of course. Of course. But uh, it, it drives me fucking crazy when they go, oh, you can't. I mean, there's I a big thing going on about. I want to do. That's what I feel. Uh, they're saying that now uh, having an abortion is is like rape. No, it isn't. It's like rape. It's like. Yeah, and it's like, what? Where are you getting this shit from? And it's saying, oh yeah, well, you're using your your male, uh, you're forcing your male views upon these wom- women, and uh, there's all the feminists who are saying that if you're pregnant and you've got a mate, you know you've got a male child, that you should get it destroyed. And it's like, let's sing from the same song sheet, dear ladies. If you're gonna talk shit about men. Let's all have you talk shit about the same sort of things. Not completely contradict yourselves and make yourselves look like fucking idiots. <laughs> well, that's too late there. You know what I mean? 
yeah. mean, I've, I've seen so much shit said about that. That's just fucking ignorant right there. I mean, you're going to destroy a, a child because it's a male child. Well, yeah. they, they, and, done, they did that for um, uh, a lot in uh, back in the day, you know, a long well, time, they, they, especially they, in, in the Asian countries. Well, they did that for females in Asian countries because they can. They didn't want to because I mean their population was and, going. And in so the UK, uh, the, uh, they recruit versions of doing so, but they, you know, when the uh, royalty wanted a male heir and all they were getting girls, they would get rid of the girls a lot of times. Romans yeah. did that. Roman society was was huge into baby tossing. They would actually. Uh, Basically, throw them in the sewer. Matter of fact, they just found over twenty-five thousand infant bones, uh, full skeletons of infants at a uh, in the bottom of a Roman sewer. Yeah. I read about that actually. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So, I mean, it's 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 the uh, gender selection uh, throughout history is it has been uh, apparently a large topic for for many many years. Right, and and I guess I guess nowadays it's it, it's the the um, I hate to say this, but it's like the years of the woman. I guess you can say because it seems like any little thing you say against a female, or even you know, not to be mean or anything, you just say something, and it, it seems like that's a fucking horrible thing to say, and they hate you for it. I don't. I honestly, I'm I am I've grown up, <laughs> and I'm at the point in my life where. I guess this is what they used to say. You're kind of set in your ways. Oh yeah, I'm fucking definitely set in my ways. I I like a lot of people. I have problems with people, but I do like a lot of people. I don't care. I, there's only one group of people I really absolutely can't stand, and that's Persian men. Hate hate the Persian men. <laughs> you said this on the show before. That's hysterical. But uh, I have no problems with anybody. I don't care if you're what your religion is. I don't care what your sex is. What I have a problem with. Is the the amount of care that you that these people feel towards me that I don't care what they think? I don't care. I know. I have a <laughs> lot of other shit going on. I don't give a shit if somebody <laughs> said something crappy on Pinterest and right. about a certain group of people. I could give a shit less. That's when I turn on Facebook and all it's all this stuff is like all oh, the liberals are going to have a problem with this one. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't. I mean, Why is it on my fucking feed? Let's look, at this, let's look at this feminism situation in a different way, right? If okay. you, you replace the words women with Germans and the words men with Jews, they hold the v- very, very yep. similar Same. values. Yep. It would yeah. be a very but, different but story. Let's not be big they are just the Germans. <laughs> I, I can't say much because I work for the Germans. <laughs> my day job is... Is working for a German company. I, I can't say the name. I get fired. The Germans now are fantastic. To be honest, every oh. German I've met's been an absolutely phenomenal person, and I'm, I'm not just saying that because I'm waiting for them. Right, and you're saying that because you know what? Are you, are you trying to say thank you, Hitler? He was no, what I'm trying guy. to say is <laughs> feminists are fucking Nazis. That's what I'm no, saying. No, yeah, yeah. I'll say, I'll they're, say they're, it on there. They're no different than any other militant group throughout history. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's what we're talking about. I think normal feminists, ones who are just interested in the rights and, you know, proper women's rights, then you can understand them them wanting that. Right. Although we, we don't seem to be able to have a men's rights. No. No, but there is see, no such thing as men's rights. But the Unless problem, you're gay. Look, man. The, the, but but the, then you, you search Asian Asian power, black uh, Asian pride. Sorry, black pride. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, Indian pride. 
on Google. Oh, you it no, comes it, up with very different descriptions. <laughs> you search white pride. Oh man, you watch white pride. We're we're fucking like toothless hillbillies that are fucking like you know hanging black people and shit. And we all have white hoodies. Yeah. And that that's that's fundamentally wrong. You you should be able to be proud of who you are. Don't get me wrong. The people who use the term white pride are a little different. <laughs> yeah, a but, little bit. They, they're you, sister you see where I'm coming from, though. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel that it's unfortunate that we're in a day and age where we are vilified now. It's, things we say because it's our race hairs. has previously done it exactly the same. You know what I mean? Our race has been guilty of. Well, you guys in the, the South would know a fair bit about that, don't you? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? But, the, but the, the, I. I, I I personally never uh, oppressed a woman from voting. I have never personally uh, owned a slave. I personally have never done, you know, burned so a don't, cross. Don't hate me for it. Why are you coming at me because I am a, you know, middle-aged fucking white man that you know, I just don't understand it. Like I, I'm, I'm, I've been poor most of my all my life. I scrimp and save to get any kind of fucking wear in this world, and for for somebody to come up and say you have, what is it, white, um, white privilege? White privilege? Are you fucking out of your mind? If I had white privilege, do you think I'd be living here? Do you think I'd be renting my house? Do you think I would have to be like scrimping and saving for every little fucking thing that I own? No, fuck no. If I had white privilege, I'd be living in the goddamn mansion, or I'd be fucking president. I don't want to fucking hear it anymore. Actually, no, you wouldn't be president. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it's true. I mean, it's just like one of these things, man. It's like even even women, even women these days, these hipster chicks out there that are feminists that, you know, I have nothing against you people. I, you know, whatever. You live your life the way you want. But why the fuck you guys hate so much on everybody else? That's it because it's a hate culture. Like they're yeah they're it's all like culture and it's it's it's, it's like, like this, high school all over again. And it's even worse in high school because now it's like the world every, is clicky. Everybody hates everything else. Like if it's so fucking weird, dude. It's like the weirdest. Who thought we missed hippies who just loved everything? Well, the the hippies now fucking hate everything. The fucking hipsters they don't. It's ridiculous. Well, the social network is to blame. You, you must at college. I mean, did both of you guys go to college? I didn't. I, Rum did. I didn't. I did. Yeah. Well, even high school, it, it's the same. There, there were always the, the odd few or one, one or two that had these massively strong views on right. who they were and what they were entitled to. The young Republicans but, party. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you know, I mean, or, or the feminists or whoever. Yeah. But now social networking has brought these people together. The strength in numbers and turn them into the gigantic, the world's yeah, largest just, hate group ever. It's just a snowball made of spikes and broken glass. <laughs> like I hung out with these people in high school. I was one of those guys that were, you know, basically, you know, the the quote unquote not popular kids. You know what I mean? I was that. I was not the popular kid. I I guess I was, but I didn't want to be. I was like the Mohawk punk rock kid. You know what I'm saying? I, I no was, one. I, was I wasn't the, guy the sports that dude. Wanted to be around, but I didn't want anybody around me. Is that weird? 
You know what I'm talking about? No, I do know what you're saying. I know what Because I was like, well, you know, you're in Mark, you, you you do this. You know, you're in the band, and I was always in bands. Yeah, you know, me too. Music, so. But I'm, I was, I'm the same guy now that I was back then. I was, I was the long-haired, leather jacket-wearing... Oh, I was... Oh, I haven't I changed. Thought. The only thing I changed is I had to change my haircut to get a job. Other than that, I was fine. I, uh, it's about me and five other assholes who were into the same sort of stuff, and everyone looked at us like we were made of shit, and we were on fire. Exactly. Exactly. No, like, I was actually completely opposite uh, in my personality when I was in school than when I what I am now. I couldn't have done this with you guys when I was in high school. I mean, the the way we're talking online and doing this thing and right. just being free conversation would never happen. I was the guy. Uh, you were kind of socially awkward. You, you remember the the old movie? Uh, uh, not Weird Science. Is it Weird Science? The one with uh, Logan, where he was living in the wall. Uh, Real Genius. Oh yes, yes, yes. Love that movie. Okay. I was thinking people under the st- children under the stairs. Then for some reason, uh, he, had, he had like <laughs> was really quiet, and and everybody knew him. But he, he he was just a weird guy who just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, that the, was me. the strange dude who was like actually the genius at one time, and he moved into the wall for some reason or another. Yeah, yeah I was who lived at college. He was like like thirty five at the time. I was still in college. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, that was I was I had really long hair, like hair down to the back of my knees, right? And I was just and I you know jeans, leather jackets, whatever. I just I looked like uh, like uh, one of the Ramones, but with longer hair. And I'm walking through the halls of high school. And, hey, hey, Justin. Hey, Justin. I was like, hey, hey, what's, hey, man. Hey. <laughs> and, and you smoked like, a lot of weed then, huh? But I, I had lockers. This is another thing I did. I had lockers in every hall. And I was always selling stuff. Yeah, Ooh, I did the same lingerie, thing. Lingerie, shrimp cocktail, didn't matter. And I people. My wallet. But I was the weird. I was like Captain Caveman because they come and like, hey, do you have like. Uh, yeah, I'm looking. I left left my lunch. Do you got any like uh, food in one of your lockers? Be like, yeah, and, and open it up and be like a cooler inside and be like, oh, I've got ham and cheese and I got turkey and Swiss and and people would pay me money <laughs> and I'd give them food or it's like, do you want some dum dums? I'm running a deal on dum dums. You get five for a dollar and they give me a dollar. Give more and more like a drug dealer. Well, well, that wasn't far off from you know later on, but. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it was it was a weird thing. But I was that guy. But I was totally socially awkward. I was dating people and I didn't know it. Nice. Because I'd be like, I, I actually remember walking down the hall. I was going to my locker to restock, and uh, uh, Missy Beecham comes over to me and goes, "Hey!" She just started talking to me, and I'm like, "Why is she talking to me? She's she's on the she's on the cheerleading squad." I was like, "Why is Missy Beecham talking to me?" And uh, I was like, "That's cool. That's cool," and she walks away, and I hear, I hear this. She goes, "Yeah, we're dating," and I'm like, "I'm dating Missy Beecham." <laughs> that's so cool. Uh, that's so that people awesome. just, uh, apparently we broke up at times, and I didn't know it, and I was dating somebody new. Cool. That was most, that was most of my high school career until yeah. I got out of high school and went to college. Yeah, my high school career was kind of interesting too because I, I basically I was basically the same thing. You know, it was kind of like this kid and I. I you know me. I'm not. I am not awkwardly social. Like I am the social guy. Like I will go out and talk to fucking anybody, and I don't care. Yeah. That's how I've always been as a kid. And my mom always said that. Uh, actually, I had two people say this. My mom said that I could always. I could. I got my charm from my dad, where I could. I could charm the snake if I wanted to. But one of my other friends said, "You know what, dude? You could run a cult if you want to." <laughs> I said. <laughs> I said probably. That's uh, good. 
you know, and, and and that's what I said. This is the cult of the MHOG podcast, and and you know, I I appreciate that. I love that We're all a cult you people personality. Yes, all you people listen. Uh, but no, so that's what I did. So what I ended up doing Dude, is I'm any Kool Aid in the post. I'm not drinking. Like don't it. don't drink it. Um, what I did was I had four guys that would do that would yeah that would do what you did, Rum. Okay. They, I had four guys that had four different lockers. Each one had different supplies. That one guy, <laughs> wait, that one dude would go and fucking shoplift. He would steal all this shit, and we'd keep them in the lockers, and we'd sell it to people throughout the like the school day. So I was like the kingpin of the drug dealers. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, basically. And it was all like, you know, Snickers bars and candy and yeah, all this yeah. other bullshit, you know. Well, we I got pull whips, though. We got, whips. <laughs> we got caught doing it, and we got in a lot of trouble, but... Um, but yeah, yeah. So that that's what I did in high school. You know, that was my my claim to fame. And or or actually, and my other thing was, uh, I don't know if I ever told a story on the show, but uh, one time, me and uh, a couple other guys uh, were sitting down in the, in like this quad area, and we're just hanging out. You know, I had a long mohawk, and it was green, and whatnot. And my other friends were different, weird ass haircuts, and they shoved shit through their faces before it was cool. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, we didn't have piercers. We used fucking bobby pins. I'm not bobby pins. Uh, safety pins. So yeah, yeah. Um, the proper way of doing it. Exactly. So we're sitting there, you know, hanging out, doing our just being ourselves. And and this fucking cheerleader girl walks up to me and she spit on me. So I jumped up and I grabbed her by her shirt and I'm screaming at her, "Why did you do that?" You know. And uh, the football team, like three or four of the football team guys come walking up behind, screaming at me, let her go, let her go. And then, of course, my two friends are fucking retarded. One is about four foot tall, and the other one was drunk. They both, this is in school now, and they both jump up, and they're like, come on, motherfuckers, we gonna fight. <laughs> so I'm holding this girl in my hand, and she's screaming at me, you know, whatnot. So what do I do? I fucking just spit all in her face, like three times. And then I pushed her on the ground. And then, wait, and then here comes the football guys screaming at me. You know, uh, and first thing. White knights. Yeah. Well, the first thing happens after I grabbed her, I asked her why she did that. Remember in the beginning of the story, I said that. And uh, she just looked at me with this fucked up face and said, because I can. And that really pissed me off. So that's why I threw her to the ground. But after I spit in her face and threw her to the ground, she asked me why I did that. And I, of course, you know what I said, because I could. I, I had a similar thing, but they wanted to do. Uh, uh, guy rape wanted to uh, cut you? my hair off. He he hated that I had long hair for some reason. Nice, nice. And he grabs my hair and he's pulling me down the hallway over to the art room and uh, takes a pair of scissors. Um, when they're the fuck oh, fuck ass, he, 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 they were safety scissors. <laughs> fuck ass, fuck ass. Yeah, they were, so you can't cut shit with safety scissors. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's trying to he put them on my hair and he I it's not cut. He's like not fucking cut. And then, uh, you know, a lot similar to you spitting in her face. I just grabbed the safety scissors and stabbed him with them. Beautiful. I had a stabbing, too, <laughs> in high school. Yeah. Uh, my, um, uh, I don't know why I'm saying this on the air, but my uh, freshman year, uh, we were sitting in bleachers. This is like the second day of school or first day of school. I can't even remember. And, of course, you know how everybody's nervous and doesn't know what the hell. Because you just got out of fucking grade school and you're in this oh, big yeah, ass. scary time. You know, I mean. The Your kids are going to love this. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sitting in the bleachers at the in gym, you know, in the gym class, and this big fucking dude is sitting. Um, there's this one guy in between me and this giant dude, 
All right. <laughs> and we're just sitting there, and I got a fucking T-shirt on. I have a Danzig T-shirt on with an upside-down cross and a skull on it. So I'm sitting there, my hair is long, I got my hair, you know, you got that slouchy look where you just got your head down and you kind of... Before uniforms, kids. Right, right, you got your hair dragging in your face and shit, you know, I got long hair and stuff. And I, I, this guy keeps pushing this kid next to me, like, and he's pushing him and he's bumping into me. Well, the fucking dude, I hear it, you know, he kept doing it over and over and over again. So I stood up in the fucking bleachers, it was like the first day of school, nobody knows who the fuck I am. So I looked at him and I said, you better fucking stop that or I'm going to fucking take this pencil and stab you in the leg with it. And I sit down, I sit down, and all the kids in the front had turned around and was going, ooh, you know, I was like, uh. yeah. so the first thing I thought why when I sat down was, oh, great, I'm going to have to stab this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to save you face. I make good on the promise, dude. I got to save face, right? Yeah. So I hear this big motherfucker say, I'm going to push this motherfucker again. So he pushed him. And without hesitation, that kid bumped into me. I just took the pencil. I gripped it tight over the kid in between us and just fucking drove this thing into his leg. I, I just went, I was like, please, God, let's let it hit him and not this little dude. <laughs> and I fucking jammed it in his leg. And when I pulled it out, it had went about an inch into his leg. Ooh, good. And uh, he's screaming and yelling and bleeding. <laughs> and all the kids in front, holy shit, that's a crazy boy. Oh, you know, freaking out, running around. Well, the he runs to the teacher and the teacher sent the, the coach and he sends him to the fucking um, infirmary. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, the coach calls me down and he goes, uh, what's your name? And I told him my name. And uh, he says, well, let me tell you something. I give all my students one chance. You used yours really early. (laughs) 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 Ladies and gentlemen, remember, use your chance wisely. Don't do like me. Don't blow your load so fast. The thing is, that works really well because you've only got to do it once. You do it early. People remember that shit and you're much less likely to have to do it again. It carries through until you're a senior. That shit carries through. But Mark, with you in school, how was it different there? Or is it same type of culture, just different location? It was it was a lot different for me because I grew up in the inner cities, where okay. the school I went to was renowned for hard men. Oh wow! And it it was I'd got an older brother who just left high school as I started as well, so all the enemies he'd made along the way came looking for me. I didn't know you had a Thank brother. You. Yeah, I've got an older brother. Oh, he, he's cool. on Dude League. Every yeah, yeah, he's on Dude League, man. He he likes movies. Oh wow, we yeah, gotta have yeah, him on. Yeah, man. Why, why don't we, we have him on? He's, he's, a, he's got a good brain in his head. We need to have but, him uh, on. I, I went to this school that was fucking violent. It was it was a harsh school, and about halfway through high school, um, my mom had to move areas with us because there was a freeway, as you guys would call it, pretty <laughs> much going through our house. So oh, the local authority bought bought our house off us. And because she worked so far away, we moved to that area. So when I moved schools, I moved to this quite middle-class school. And we, we have to wear uniforms over here. Now, well, we, well, we did. The old school, we yeah, never they, wore a uniform. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have it. scumbags. Nobody, nobody in the entire school wore a uniform. And I went from fighting virtually every day with some fucking idiot or another uh, to this school where everyone wore shirts and ties and blazers. And 
it was a very, very much middle class area. Very much. And they looked at me like I'd been dropped from a fucking spaceship. <laughs> because, I mean, I'd got a very different accent as well. They've round where I live now, which is the area I moved into. Uh, it's Cheshire. Uh, and it, it's uh, quite a well-to-do area, although not where I live. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it, you know, so they'd all, all have quite verbal disagreements. And I remember this lad, I started seeing a girl and she got really long blonde hair and she was one of the few girls who wore makeup and he just came up to me and said, wow, she's, she looks like a painted whore. Now, I'm, I'm sure that in the disagreements that he'd had previously, this would have been met with a verbal retort. But what it actually got met with, with was a series of headbutts oh. over and over and over again. And everyone uh, there was no like like it is now when someone has a fight everyone joins round and starts chanting fight and <laughs> you know what it's like right but I, I can remember it now to this day just a load of people stood around me looking at me like i was some sort of savage saying <laughs> 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 i was i'm not far off now <laughs> but yeah I, I was i was used to every situation being resolved with extreme violence and, uh, I mean, this is an absolute true story. Of the group of lads that I used to hang around with, I can only... Th and there was about 20 of us. I can only think of perhaps three, maybe four. Because I'm still in contact with these guys, sure. even though I moved quite a long way away. Although to you, you guys, the distance is probably <laughs> nothing. It's like five but, minutes uh, away. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, the, the, out of all of them, we are the only four that are either in prison for the rest of our lives, addicted to drugs, or dead. And that's that's the honest truth. All those guys are, are pretty much dead or heroin addicts now. Wow, man. Mark, you hang out with some fucked up people. Well, that's, that's the a day. lot of my graduating <laughs> class. Yeah. You had to band together or you did not survive. Yeah. And that was the way it was. We, we just got, got the tightest group of friends we've got who we could rely on. And you stuck together. And when you fought, you fought. Yeah. There, was, there was no throw a punch, stand back. Someone shouts "World Star" and films it on the phone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, you didn't fight Steven it's... Seagal style. Right, yeah. right, right, right. If if you're fighting, you saw a bottle, you grabbed it, and you stuck it in them. It's basically you know I mean? live Everybody or die. Was Everybody was armed. I mean, not obviously not like you guys get armed, but carrying knives was completely commonplace. Well, that wasn't my high school. We like, everybody carried a knife in high school. Yeah, we, we used them constantly. <laughs> yeah, we we. Well, my I never. Was, it was funny because uh, before before <laughs> I, I grew up in uh, my high school was very uh, much in the country. Kind of uh, where I grew up, my my area looked a lot like um, Sleepy Hollow. Okay, kind of that that type of countryside. That that um, you know, big trees, lots yeah. of color changes in the fall. You know, mountains and hills, and it was pretty. It was a very pretty area. It was but around it was pretty, the same time as Sleepy Hollow too. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that's great, Mike. <laughs> but it was uh, top at school. It was very yeah. country, you know, and then in in where it was located. But uh, and because of that, all, everybody who went to my school, they uh, you know, a lot of they had a lot of hunters. Everybody was a hunter. So when we would go to school, we would, especially when I started driving, I was, you know, driving to school. I had my first car at 14, and I was driving to school. I'd park a car um, because I didn't want to leave 
my rifle or uh, in the car, I would take the rifle in and hang it in my locker. You could go down that locker during hunting season, uh, then the rows of lockers, and everybody's lockers were open. There were just rifles and ammo as you went. <laughs> and then when we got out of school, we'd jump in the car and go to our location and go hunting. That's what you did. And then if you were lucky enough, you got something, you took it back home, it was already gutted, and then my dad would get home and be like, hey, I got a deer. Okay, cool. You know? It's if that was in our school, everybody would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> everybody would be dead. <laughs> See, but it's different because and then I, I did everything possible to get out of that area. I was like, this is too country. There's not enough world here for me. I need to see the world. So as soon as I could, I would start – I know it sounds stupid, but I would go as far as I could drive in a day, and that's, that was a whole new world to me. You know, I would go into cities. I, I, going to Pittsburgh was like going to freaking a third world country to me. It was amazing. I'd go to Pittsburgh. I'd go to, into Ohio. I'd go up to New York. I'd go everywhere. People are like, what are you doing this way? I'm going here, you know, and that's the reason I got into music and started getting into bands and stuff. It was like, well, if I get in a band, you know, I like music anyway, uh, then we can, we can do, we can, we can play shows, we can see things, we can experience stuff. And I found some like-minded people and that's what we did. And I was in a band when I met Amy and it was, uh, that's another way I met her. And I was doing stuff for school and music and then my band was playing. So it was one of those things. It was really cool. I, I enjoyed the shit out of that. And, I, I respect you, Mark, for, for, for being able to still do it. It's a, well, it's to be honest, I didn't get into being in a band until quite later, quite late on in life, really, because, like I said, we moved to a, a middle-class area. Right. And, every, I mean, a lot of the people I've, I went to school with, I was talking to an old school friend uh, not so long ago. They're producers for TV channels. They're doctors. Do oh, you know wow. what I mean? That, that's the kind of people a lot of these guys became. Well, and, near the metalhead. And what I'm saying is, there was no, there wasn't enough of us to even make a band together. Yeah, I, guess, <laughs> I, guess, I got you. There. So it was only when I'd sort of left college, and I, I had sort of like the the ability to, because we don't, uh, we can't drive until we're 17, and most people don't pass the driving test until they're 18. <laughs> and okay. by, by then we'd, we'd finished college, so it was only until we got the ability to get out of the area and go and watch the bands that we wanted to watch and, you know, being able to afford it as well because my family weren't exactly rich. Right. My my mum brought us up on our, on our own, me and my brother. So it was only when I sort of got into my 20s, really, that I started seeing bands and thinking, yeah, I, could, I can do that. I, I want to do that. See, and that's and, great because you find a passion at that time and that's awesome. Yeah. But I wish I'd got into it before I'd got a job because, like, now we play gigs with bands i mean there's a band called after the abduction who were good death metal good mm. good death metal and they when i first met those guys they were 16 and even now like they're in the early 20s that's their job they can drop everything and go and do a gig they can gig relentlessly whereas i can't do that anymore because i've got a day job i've got a family it's it's you, you know, know priority I mean? shift at times i mean you've got to make a decision a lot of times early in life to what direction you want to go. And you can always change that direction, you know, depending on how circumstances roll out and opportunities present themselves. But, uh, uh, you know, the responsible person says, hey, I'm a dad. I got kids. I got exactly. a wife. You know, I got commitments. I got bills. 
I like to do this full time, but something's almost got to fall in my lap in, in a guaranteed contract before I can say shit. Yeah, you have to have a guarantee before you can do anything, dude. You have a lot of responsibilities in life. So do I, and so does Rum, and that's why we don't do what but we what really like want to. to. Back to the being no money and music. I mean, you heard of a band called Arch Enemy? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen them a couple times. Well, Angela Gossow, the the former lead singer, she, I think, in Metal Hammer magazine said that even the, at the peak of their their fame, bear in mind they're playing all the best festivals, they're selling loads of records, uh, you know, they're doing really well. Right. She was earning £23,000 a year, which it's is a, it's below the national average over here. I mean, Jesus, I don't earn that, but <laughs> you know what I mean? It's below yeah. the national average. And I couldn't feed my family... On the money that they that I would get from my my level of music, I mean, don't get me wrong, I could feed myself. But right, right, right. There's no way unless no. so I have to be selective. And oh, it's a day and age where you can't be selective, really. Mm-hmm. It's uh, well, so it's, 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 it's all it's, it's all about growing up and knowing what you got to do, man. Well, this is why Wayne and and even Adam and I uh, we do what what we try to do is is. And you know, get involved in some sort of process or uh, of of bands that are trying to do something. Not yeah. not try to get in with the band, but try to help and open uh, open other people's uh, eyes and ears to these bands. Open the gate. Yeah, you know, get some focus on. This. We're not we're not we're not giving them the world. We're, 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 all we want to do is get some new eyes on a new sound that other people in other yeah. areas haven't heard. It's like, look here here's a here's a place to play. Come yeah, do it. And if, if, Show if what you got. Help them out with that. That's amazing. I mean, yeah, we don't get any, but we don't. We're not asking. You know, it's it's not a thing. It's, you know, we've been there. We want to show you here. You know, here's just another little crumb for you, and we we really appreciate what you do, and we're here if you need us, type of thing. You know, it's good to have here, it's ha- starting to happen quite similarly now, where there's a f- quite a few good promoters that. I'm meeting along the way and never have met along the way who genuinely care about new music and fresh bands and getting people out there well, where they listen, they listen to the bands like you guys do. They listen to the bands and go, these guys need to be heard. Right. They're sort of like a modern day, uh, what I don't know what you guys would call it, but you know when you used to like copy cassette tapes and yeah, yeah, like mix hand tapes. them out to yeah. people? Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. mix tapes. They're sort of like the modern the modern day mixtapes because it's the promoters who are having to do it because the scene was dying so badly across the country. These guys are standing up. I mean, I don't really want to name names, but no, no. there's this. I'd say four or five mid level produ- produ- uh, promoters now who are really really bolstering the scene in the north of England. There's a, a, a really large uh, black and death metal. Uh, scene starting to erupt. The the proper steady heavy metal scene is really doing well now, okay. and we're just starting to see the benefits of it as a band. Because well, it's I- not how good you are; it's about how you get these people to come to your shows, to leave their house and leave YouTube and Spotify and whatever and iTunes and get them come off out the to media shows. devices. Yeah, exactly. And that's the hardest part now, because a lot of them think, well. Why should I go to the show and pay a door fee? Although there isn't a door fee in a lot of these gigs now, they've foregone it and just hope that enough <laughs> people come through to pay the beer, you know, pay for the beer right. and get 
paid by the venue. Right, right. But, you know what I mean? How do you get these people? And I know you guys see this. It's tough. It's yourself. It's, it's hard. It's tough. People don't understand because it's it's a different... They, they, if, if they don't do it, you don't, you don't realize it's a completely different feel, a different scene. You're a part of it if you're there. If you're yeah. seeing it on YouTube, you're, you're not a part of it. You witness you've got the to memory. Make people want to be part of the scene like it used to be. It used to be a badge of honor to go out there and be part of the metal scene, the punk scene. I used to go out and buy every fucking band's patch and sticker, and I'd wear them all over jackets, and my cars were covered in them. It was just now that's was starting great. to happen again now. People are going out, and as a band, we've we've have, having to start thinking about getting patches made because there's so many. They call them battle jackets over here. I don't know what you call them over yeah, there. That's, that's awesome. Used to call yeah. Them. Yeah, well, there's so many band people now who turn up to gigs and they look like a patchwork quilt of metal. And it's a lot of people take the piss. You know, I mean, a lot of people make fun of it. And it's it's a, it's awesome to see these guys who've finally got that passion that we used to have as kids. Yeah. Who go out there and, and a lot of them aren't kids either. A lot of them are fully grown men and women. That's right, man. Who will advertise their, their love all over themselves beautiful that's a beautiful thing man and and hopefully we keep this fucking scene rolling and and things grow and it gets back to where we used to be um yeah all things come full circle and i think i think we're gonna we're gonna live to see it back the way it needs to be again because it's it it's you heard it here first you heard it here first we're gonna be the 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 groundbreakers i hope one of these days they'll be like yeah remember those guys they used to bring these bands out all the time you know, like CBGB's was. I doubt it, yeah. but we'll try. That's what it says, the tip of the spearhead. Yeah, we'll try. We're trying our artists, man. But um, Spear of destiny. But anyway, guys, we got to cut out. It's uh, been almost two hours, like always, when we bring Mart on the show. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. It was a good talk. Yeah, man. You learned a lot on this show. You probably didn't learn a lot on the show, but whatever. It was awesome. Um Thank y'all for joining us. Uh, thank you, Mart, for coming back on. And uh, we're going to work out some stuff to get the UK show rolling again. Uh, we just talked about that a little while ago. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I was your host, Wayne. I'm the wrong guy. I'm Boat Lightning. You motherfucker. No, you're not. <laughs> oh, and tell, tell, tell people who you are. I'm Mark Flanagan. <laughs> and remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it, keep it, metal, metal, metal. What up, everybody? It's Razor. This is Fear. And MDI. And we are Fifth Cast, the premier show of the FYFC Podcast Network. We like to talk. Hell, we'll talk about anything. World events and personal stories. Technology and pop culture. And once even, pterodactyl porn. Seriously, that's a thing. Google it. New episodes are available every Friday on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Also, subscribe to the video podcast on youtube.com slash FYFC podcasts. I'm not sure why you were yelling, but that was
brain. Adam Story's got a point, and if you let him explain, it's the pun of all puns, get a plan with Papa Wayne. Where I'm tapping the blame, and I'm from his brain pain. MHOG secret, leaving the stain. You ain't as dope as us, bitch. Stay your main. That's it.